from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are All My Fantasy Children. Wacky tube arms. Um, <laughs> welcome all to all my fantasy show. We should do this like it's like medieval-y. Like, you know, like we're jesters. And I go, welcome all to all my fantasy children. A tabletop inspired uh, storytelling, world building, and collaborative character creation podcast powered by listener prompts. Um, did Every I say my name is Eric? Every week we take a listener prompt <laughs> and we that? spin it. What is that? It's like a medieval song where it's all sad oh. and it, like it doesn't sound fun like to a listen Gregorian to. Gregorian chant, or it's like, <laughs> "My name is Aaron Catano Sires. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is all my fancy children. Every week we take a listener, uh, a listener submitted prompt. Spin it into an original fantasy story and further develop an original fantasy world called fantasy. <laughs> We're so silly. No, but it's the best podcast there is, um, seriously, in all seriousness. And um, yeah, I'm. what's getting you excited this week? We usually start with fun banter. Um, I watched him. So I think the thing that's getting me excited this week is I'm taking a hustle vacation. I'm so happy um, about that. I, Hustlecation? I, Hustlecation, I realized, so I realized that the birth of the Hustlecation was that I realized that I had six months of Party of Ones recorded. Yo, what? Um, Actually, not quite six months, about four to four, I have about four and a half months of Party of One episodes recorded. Yo, I what have is like, with you, people like you and Taylor, I am always like, wait, when is this episode going to air? Fucking next December? I have... Two episodes left to record for twenty night for twenty twenty, and then I start recording for twenty twenty one. People listening, please understand that while Jeff is like got all these episodes locked, and look, this show is literally made by the seat of its pants every single week just for you. Yeah, we're we're, we're we wing this, and that's why uh, this is excluded from the hustlecation. Yeah, is because we did not have that. Um, I will say uh, a new fun thing I like to do is. It is August 24th, 7.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So when this episode is released, know that, yes, it was made by the seat of its beautifully made, handcrafted pants. But those pants were made, you know, with a little bit of fire underneath of them. It's true. But uh, I'm taking a hustlecation, which is all, which is turned into, like, working on, still working on some projects, but working on, like, fun projects that I, like, that are not, like, for anything. Yeah. That are just because, oh, that sounds fun. Let me do this. Yeah. So that's been great. I've been reading some comics. I uh, watched a movie last night that was a lot of fun. Uh, we watched Tiny Titans Go to the movies. Love it. It was very, very fun. Loved that. Loved it from top to bottom. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what's gotten me jazzed up is that I have, I've been like watching movies, watching TV shows, reading comics, playing games, like, you know, and enjoy, like, playing, like, enjoying, enjoying myself rather than, like, working on stuff. Not that, like, working on stuff doesn't make, bring me joy, but, like, no, it's, but it's a two different, different things. Yeah, it's a different kind of joy. Yeah, it's like, it's so funny how we're like, yeah, you know, I'm taking a vacation to, like, in, let myself enjoy things. Like, yeah. how, <laughs> yeah, gr- it's so 20, grim. I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> What's getting me excited this week is just like watching anime that I'd never fucking click on. 
um, and just trying them out. Um, and I've been like liking a lot of like fantasy anime. There's a lot. There's an entire genre of shit where it's like I got reincarnated into a fantasy world, but I'm yeah. a normal person from Tokyo. Like I like that genre a little. It's hit or miss. But there's one about some demon lord, like the reincarnation of an evil demon lord. He reincarnates twenty two thousand years later, but no one knows who he is. And there's all these people trying to prove that they are the reincarnation of the demon lord. That's fun. It's, I like that's a fun fucking premise. Stupid, yeah. But I like fantasy. I like fantasy anime. It tickles that bone, and I get to thinking. I like it. I'm feeling it. Yeah, it gets my juices flowing creatively. Anyway, um, <laughs> fuck. Um, but yeah, every episode of this show, all my fantasy children, we take a listener submitted prompt. And we take that prompt and we give it love and attention and we let it grow into a beautiful story that helps us develop this original fantasy world that's not full of weird Eurocentric tropes. So the prompt this week comes to us from Discord from Merle. Uh, prompt, the Society Arcana. Let's, let's go for it. Yeah. Now, I have a big pitch about like what I want, what I initially think like, what I want to talk about this episode. And I want to know what you think. Okay. So- a big thing that I've been building in the episode extras, like so a big thing that I've been building, I sound like a fucking college film major, um, but a big thing that I'm working on is like the idea that Celeste Silverna is the dark future, right? She yep. witnesses like yep. this big shadow come out of the ground, everything goes to shit. My thought was that I've been building in these audio extras is that the nightmare space has become a place where demons have taken over it and they live in it and build an army to try to bring back maybe like Serath or something, bring back something, basically take over fantasy from inside of a pocket dimension. And so like they basically, there's an actual demon lair city and they found out that they could do it because they got our kind of dim day to go into it and like summon all their, their buddies. Okay. You know, that's my thought. So I was like, do we want to talk about like a demon city or like stuff like that? Or do you have a completely different idea for the society arcana? Hmm. We could go in that. We can go in that direction. I'm because cool I thought that. about like what are demons like. You know, what would a demon city be like? You know, I would love to throw this in a different direction. I'd love Please. to take that idea and run with it in a different direction. Yes, I would love to to run with this idea and maybe fundamentally alter what we think of within the nightmare space and the people that are within it. Because we said that there's there's something we said there's a presence in it that like yeah. feeds on mal. It's a dimension that feeds on malice. Yes, and it's like partially sentient. Right. So my thought was like, what if demons overtook it? But that can also, we can also fiddle with all of this. So what I want to run with that is, is if it's the society arcana, I want to run with this idea that like, and they drew in arcana dim day, who, if I remember correctly, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. I will. Piece piece of shit. (laughs) Oh yeah. Steve Butterman is a complete piece of shit. Who wants, uh, if you, if you don't want to re-listen, Steve Butterman, a.k.a. Arcana Dimday, as his cool demon demon wizard name, uh, heard a whisper of demons being like, open the portal to us and we'll give you power. He did. Demons flooded in fantasy. Conjure fucked him up. But, like, he's not dead. And if he, like, were to get into somewhere like the Nightmare Space, like when Lester and the Duke went over there, like, if he could cross over and, like, call all his buds or get them to, like, summon an army, he totally could. So what if... Like something that we've been running with for a long time about the nightmare space is the idea that like it is the space itself that is like a malicious entity. Like it's just like a place that is wrong. Yes. There's like an aura to it. Like things are just not 
right there. Like it is a it is a very kind of liminal space feeling where like something doesn't feel right. Yes, and the the thing my thought was because you said that in a previous episode and then I was like, well from our point of view if it makes us uncomfortable, maybe that's because like weird you know, we'd be like denizens of light and therefore mm-hmm. we're like uncomfortable in a space of shadow darkness and bad stuff. You know, something mm-hmm. that oppo- like I was thinking opposing forces. Right. So like in my so what I want to throw out for the big pitch idea is that the denizens of the nightmare space. I want to throw out a detail about the nightmare space and then like throw out an idea about like the people that have like really flooded there and like the society that has uh, has sort of grown there and that is the society arcana which is like if it is a place that feeds on malice it is a place that like is not right and it is a place that is full of beings and it is a place that specifically like called to arcana dim day what if the society arcana is uh what if arcana with some sort of control over like demons was able like remade this space in his yeah 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 in I'm his image this. I was gonna clap I was gonna snap in his yeah. image <laughs> um and it is it is the the damned like the damned souls of a thousand other corrupt magic users who came here because like there is something about it that like amplifies magic and okay. so like it is a place that people have that like. Because we, we know that, like, people, bad people have, like, or, like, people have flocked here out of, um, out of, what's the word I'm looking? We know people have, like, flocked here out of necessity, and this place itself has fucked with them. Yes. So if people then sat this place out as, like, I'm going to do my magical research here, and they happen to find that, like, oh, shit, my, my lightning powers are way more powerful here. Yes. This is my shit. So what I am proposing is that this is a place full of, like, lost soul wizards and magic users who have come here seeking things. Yeah. And, like, unlike, say, the Circus of Misery, where, like, you seek something, it is t- it is taken from you. They are, they are given what they want, but, like, the, it comes at the cost of being at a place that is slowly going to feed off of their, their malice and their greed and their hunger and for turn them in and just make them more and more corrupt until you have this this faction this gang this society of of evil wizards super villain squad is what yes. i am throwing out here i know i am fucking really digging this because something you said in a previous episode i think it's lester and the duke when we first talk about like the space that the nightmare that the shadow trolley goes to you were like i think like what if there's this like demon lords and shit in there and that's when mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, maybe Arcana's in there. Like, that's when I started, because yeah. you said it. But I like this idea that it's a place that kind of amplifies your asshole magic. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you use, we'll call it, like, dark magic, you know, or, e- shit. Or even just... um Demon shit. So I'm thinking that it is a place of which two things are true. It is a place where magic is controllable. Maybe it's the only space where magic is, like, truly controllable. And it is a place that feeds off of your, your, it feeds off of control because it is, it is, it is demonic in that it comes from the, the presence of like the law dimension that is slowly increasing on fantasy. See, this is what appeals to me. Um, so what you are saying is that while this magic, magic is wild and unpredictable. Yes. In fantasy, in the, in the, uh, in the material plane of chaos. But if you're in the nightmare space, it's kind of like a playground sandbox for magic where the same laws don't apply and you can actually like experiment and play 
So I want to throw out the idea. I want to go with um, throw out the idea that it's not even necessarily like good magic or evil magic. It's just people who want to like control magic and that desire for control corrupts them. Okay, I thought it was like a practitioner. Like what you're doing is wrong. I think That's it's what- it's. It, I think that it. I think the space pushes you to that. Mm, okay, so there is a place that can be like a magical playground. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you can literally play with the art of playing, fucking with magic and doing yeah. other things that you normally wouldn't be able to do in the regular world, the material plane. So you can go to the nightmare space, fucking ball out, go bananas, like, you know, zapping, doing your stuff. But the problem is it draws people, the types of people who it draws to are people who are, you know, malicious, greedy. It's usually because they, it comes from a need of theirs. A, a to, desire to control. Yes, like power and control and order, like this idea of like, no, magic's not wild and predictable. It's not something that I can, can, you know, I have to like, you know, learn to work with. It's something that I can bend and control. Like, I think an understanding of magic and fantasy is something where it's just like, I'm just a conduit, man. You know what I mean? And like, my fireball is me, like, you know, working with the heat in the air and the moisture and like trying to control the actual fabric of ley line magic energy and like, you know, we make something, it's kind of like, you know, it, I'm just, it's just coming through me. Yeah. Where other people are like, no, I want to fucking shoot a fireball. Like, I want to bend the ley line energy to my will. Yeah, it is the ultimate, it is the ultimate, like, it is the ultimate desire for control. And, like, I think, I want to twist something here. Like, that that puts this, this into focus a little bit. Yeah. I think we can combine, like, these two truths that I floated into saying that, like, it's not a space that feeds on malice. It's a space that feeds on a hunger for control. I on like see, a toxic hunger for control. I and that fuck beca- with it, this. because it is like an embodiment of that law energy, it is constantly like pushing you to be like harder and harsher and 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 more like domineering and like just like like crueler and yeah, like it's unfeeling and like not compassionate. Yeah, it's, it's it's that kind of you. feeling. And they, it is it is forming it it forges you into like you know, a version of you that, that you might not, that like a younger you might not have recognized where like you are abandoning your ideals and you are, you are, you are throwing people under a bus or a ghost train, sometimes literally because you're tying people to railroad tracks. I really like this. And I like I just, the idea that I just really wanted to throw in the visual that people are being tied to railroad tracks because it's very funny to me. It is. It is. <laughs> Someone's twirling a mustache. I'm like, I just came back from the nightmare space. <laughs> You'll never get saved. And then Rocky and Bullwinkle of fantasy come. Yeah. And that's um, what this episode is about. We've really gotten where we want to go, which is we're going to talk about a flying squirrel and a moose. Yep. And how then they solve uh, the dastardly plans of two spies. Yeah. <laughs> and right. also there's a time traveling dog i was about to say what about peabody and Sherman? all right all right we gotta say okay so all right. well, i want to real i want to like condense like what we just said because that was a lot there's a lot so, we got we in- got there though we got to somewhere cool though so in fantasy there are two planes of existence the the uh the material plane and the cosmic plane right now the material plane is filled with chaos energy uh and the cosmic plane is filled with order energy which is like demons and shit um, the nightmare space is a space in between that is this weird pocket dimension that feeds on, uh, the need to control, the need to, you know, manipulate, the need to bend to your will. Um, 
Whereas chaos, like material, like fantasy, is all about, like, you just go with the flow, you respect the planet, you respect its energy, blah, 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 blah. So, people who are drawn to this nightmare dimension are people who want to bend magic into something that it's not in fantasy. They want to make it something more akin to order magic, which is in turn demonic magic, which is in turn opposes literally every fabric of being, every fiber of fantasy, which is fucking dope. Because this is now, we made like... The, it's the demon dimension you know it's, it's like it is it is a place that forges you into a demon by like giving you that little bit and like for like you taking that step towards like cruelty and 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 bitterness and like moving you away from like love and support and harmon and like harmoniousness or harmony yes. yeah it, it, it's cool i like that i like that as like a space that is weird and just like enforces those like edges right it enforces those corners of of like conception where you are just like slowly you know shifting and becoming something that you are not i really like it 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 gives me because fantasy like what we've established over these 100 something episodes is this idea that like people believe in like you know, working together and living harmoniously and not having like an individualistic mentality and like trying to better the world and being a nice person. Obviously not everyone's like that. And they are then drawn to this nightmare dimension. Well, they're lured. They're not, they're both lured there and they find it because it's like, if you're looking for it, you find it. We're like, if you're trying to fuck with the fabric of everything the world is, there's a space for you, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's you, the space. You in will be- find this space. Like if you are, if you are the type of person that will be called to this space, you will find it because yes. you are pushing on something and eventually like, it's kind of like a, it's like you are, you are bending something and eventually something will break and that yes. something will be a doorway to another space. See, I really dig this because if I may just like toot our own lore horn real quick. Every battle that happens in fantasy between, like, say, a a fantasy person, just like a person, and a demon is essentially this, like, age-old cosmic battle between Ether and Astra, like, lived Mm -hmm. out. And this kind of reinforces it where it's, like, people who want to exert control and order on things and say, like, no, everything has its place. And, like, I can control it and break it and bend it and it's mine. I can take it. As opposed to other people who are like, no, magic's just for everybody and it's this dope thing that we we can make our lives better with it still fills that need that ether and astral order battle mm-hmm. like that we've been talking about for a long time which is fucking dope i like that there's a space between the two worlds though that's like kind of but it's kind of teetering on order instead of chaos mm-hmm. like I it's like that. it's kind of like i i always think of them like glasses of water and like the one is full of chaos energy and the other is filled with order I think the nightmare space has the potential to have balance, but unfortunately it has a little too much order and demonic shit in it right now. And so now it's like a space occupied by demons and shit. And and I would I to peel back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. And uh act, and like say things and like talk openly about like what we're doing here. <laughs> Please. Um, so cool because I think it's important to do that sometimes, right? Yeah, no, like, I think- absolutely. That's it's what's the show's become is like creative writing, sit down, brainstorm, brainstorming session. Right. So what I didn't want from like demons in the nightmare space, and I think what I really like about this pitch is it kind of veers away from it. Is I I feel like we both feel pretty strongly that we don't want like an evil race, right? Like no, that is a yeah, and that's, that's kind of very, like our 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 whole idea from the beginning was of, to like, like get away from that, that yes stuff. 
And so what I wanted to lean towards and like really for me, what this pitch was, was basically saying like, if you are, if you are a, a, a person that I wanted to take this group and like steer it into like a conscious choice that people make to, to become like a thing. And like in that, making that choice, they are making a choice that is uh, like they are making a choice to be cruel and to be hurtful and to be violent and hateful because I think that to me is more compelling and like I I want those people to fail I want yeah, that failure yeah. and so for me like the idea that like people come to this space because they want something and they want it cruelly like they want it in a cruel way is compelling and that's and I I like the idea that these are. Uh, I like the idea that these are wizards and wizards are assholes. Yes. Or rather, these wizards these are wizards assholes. These wizards are assholes. Yeah. And we, we even can retcon something real quick. Yep. Where, like, because we described in uh, the De- Dr. Desmond Ace, like, what a demon is. And we say that sometimes there are things, it's like almost a phenomenon. We say, like, demons are concentrated order energy that appear in the material plane and take shape. And yep. they oppose fantasy. Like, they don't belong and it causes bad shit to happen. Or sometimes they're sentient. Like sometimes it's an it's a tree that just literally like saps the sun from the sky and builds heat. Like it's not oh, being sure. cruel. It just is a thing that is like you know I literally exist. I don't belong here. I literally don't exist except to cause fucking havoc. And I'm, you know what I'm I mean? fi- yeah. And that like I'm fine with that aspect of demons as like a natural phenomenon because this is what's juicy. This is what's juicy. I like the idea that there are demons like this, uh, the 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 demon tree in Doctor Desmond Ace that's just like fire and heat and it turns a desert to glass and destroys. And like we said, that a warlock is someone who understands why they come back, what their grip is on the universe, mm-hmm. and like by solving that, the demon is like released from the material plane and they can return to the cosmic plane. Conversely, things that people like fight and demon lore, like these these like sentient humanoid demons like you know that we've described in like the pasta bowl episode uh liberty peridot i feel like that was a person who made the conscious choice yeah to become a demon like a uh, dem- demonified demonic you know what i mean who, yeah i know what who you mean demonified themselves to become like to enhance their cruelty in order to gain power yeah. they gave up their own like humanity and sense of being like a denizen of like a harmonious, you know what I mean? They gave up yeah. everything that it means to be a nice person in fantasy to be a shitty demon person. And that's like, I don't know if that's what Serath is, but I know that, it's like, I, I feel, I feel pretty strongly that that is like some, that is a move that like, cause that's what I was thinking when you were describing that is like, that feels like Serath, right? Like yes. that, that feels, and that feels like that kind of sense of like, that is compelling to me in terms of, I use the term, but it's not quite right because it's a fantasy world. But like human evil, it is compelling to me if it is somebody making that choice to be hurtful. Yes, and that is completely. like what I wanted to run at. That's what I wanted to run at with the like the denizens of the nightmare space was that yes. these are these are people and they are people that chose to be hurtful and chose to be to be evil because that is compelling to me in a villain. And that is someone that I want to see destroyed. Yes, and it, it it definitely, I wanted to always figure out a way to lean, like we talked about it in the monster episodes, where like the idea of demon hunters, like the word hunt implies that there's like predator and prey, mm-hmm. when I'd rather it being like, you know, these this is a person who choose to be an asshole demon lord who's causing fucking problems. So yeah, Van Helsing might be like, 
excuse me, I'm going to come fuck you up. Like, get out of my town. You know what I mean? As opposed to the idea of, like, a phenomenon and then, like, appears and there's this, like, you know, living skyscraper of, you know, demonic presence that, like, causes havoc. It's not necessarily, like bad and someone has to come kill it well and that's, that's what i think I, wa- that's what Warlocks i love about the that's what i love about the warlock idea yes, yeah is that like they're is not that hunting they are not hunting like the goal there is not to is not to stop it is to understand right yes it's something that's so been so appealing to me since we got to dr desmond ace where it's like oh it's a matter of like look i get it you're in this dimension that's like not you know what i mean that like you take a weird shape in like if you were in the cosmic plane you're probably not a denizen of like some kind of shadow and devastation let me send you back there so like that you don't hurt people here like because i know you know what i mean it's not like they're just bad and they show up to be bad like no obviously that implies like tons of xenophobia and shitty stuff so i i love this i'm very excited obviously about this shift to like people are trash and they sometimes are willing to go through crazy Crazy lengths sacrifice to humanity become trash, and it's okay to see them get defeated. And so I want to cite, uh, so to the first point, to, to sort of the, the warlock point, I want to cite a blog from Throne of Salt, throneofsalt.blogspot.com. Uh, there's a beautiful essay that the this person tweeted out la- over the weekend, the weekend when we were recording this, um, where they said, like, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Dungeons and Dragons doesn't know what monsters will. And they wrote like an essay about like what makes something a monster. Yeah. That yeah. like is, inc- it's an incredible essay. And like, I'm going to retweet it from the AMFC account. Cause I think that you should, that like, if you're listening to this, like track this essay down and read it that like, I love the idea. And like a big part of it, like the, the closing line of this essay that really hits on what we're talking about with that aspect of like what demons are is that a monster is a symptom that somewhere, somehow the world has gotten fucked up. Oh, and that idea of like that idea of a warlock is somebody that is like, look, I'm going to figure out like how to fix this thing that Get is to the wrong. root of the, the problem. It's right. It's, it's solving it, is, it from its root. Not it like, is not about it is not about I'm going to punch you in the mouth. It is about yeah. like there is a like this is this is a sign of a problem and I'm going to understand what that problem is. I so this is very exciting to me as uh, I'm writing this new Celeste Silverna bit and I got to this wall where I was like, why is this fucking matter? And I was thinking about the dark future we wrote where it's like magic's wounded. There's probably fucking demons everywhere. And then I was like, so like Celeste has to kill them. I was like, I hate that. But like, and like, you know, I was getting to this point where like, I want to write cool combat and like, I want to write stuff, but I'm like, what's the point of this? You just like banish them. And I was like, I don't care for that. So I like this idea of, like, in the dark future, people are like, okay, clearly the balance is fucking shifted. You know what I mean? Like, is, is, so now my question for you is, is the dark future of fantasy where basically dark shithead wizards, like, kick down the door from the nightmare space and, like, wound the ley lines? I kind of dig that. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's, like, it is, it is literally in the, the, it is, you know the forces those that would those that would take pleasure in harming people have like the dark future is in no uncertain terms a world in which the people that want to hurt people won yeah or like are in control now or, I wanna, yeah I caused wanna, a wound and it like you know people have to suffer the consequence of said wound but it's not like some hopeless everyone living in like shambles type right thing. and what i want to throw out is that, like if i'm saying that on mic i want to say the other half of that as something that is very important to me. Yeah. And that is that they will lose. 
That oh, is that like, yes. and that is, and like, I know that you and I both like recognize that implicitly, but I'm trying to get better about like saying these types of yeah, things. Outright. Yeah. Like acknowledging that this is kind of like a writing show. <laughs> like, you know, right. honestly is what's become is us being like, and at the end of that story, like Celeste and Jean-Pierre will fix it or something. I don't know. Right. But like, like you know. the, 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 the forces of the world that we have built of one of like harmony and living in peace with the, with the earth and in, and a world of like taking care of each other other will just will stop and will defeat the other side like yes. that that world will win in that like space uh i am just a massive fan of that like uh the gunslinger stephen king dark tower yeah. where like the world has moved on and there's like heroes roaming this world that no one recognizes anymore and like mm-hmm. how do they win it i love the story of winning it back yeah and i think it's i mean it feels it feels more than a little relevant just a just a little bit yeah <laughs> so that's kind of like okay i feel good like i feel like we really kind of like laid down some good shit and i'm yeah. kind of glad we peeled back the curtain a little bit because like completely i feel like i feel like we, and this was an instance where peeling back the curtain i feel like we got where we wanted to go truly because now it, it gives me this idea that arcana dim day was the first person to cross over like I, I i implied in like lester and the duke's audio extra that like demons were like ooh like look like there's a space that we can set up and like live in and mm-hmm. it's called like this weird thing like beyond oh my goodness like let like and obviously humans can come back and forth let's get our kind of dim days ass in here and like he'll call a bunch of our us buddies and i think that led I think maybe that's like a legend in shithead wizard land where it's like, yo, there's a dark wizard living in this place called the nightmare dimension. And he is gaining like a lot of strength. He can toy with as much, you know, demonic order magic as he can. And like nothing bad is happening. There's no one to oppose him. So like we could totally fucking do that. Yeah. And that's why it's the, yes. And there's tons of space and all it does is seem to make us stronger. You know, we just seem to be getting more powerful and like, playing with these forces that like you know we normally couldn't toy with this is fucking lit i like and i like the idea that i love the idea that it's a legend and i i i want to ask you aaron before i throw out the idea that i have okay do you have in your celeste silverna plans plans for arcana dim day Um, if you do then i will not throw out the suggestion that i'm going to throw out i i don't um can i tell you though what and anybody who's listened to that kind of like I, I'm it's incredibly vague that whole thing okay, I, yeah so in the show like it's out of this well um and Celeste Silverna's like backyard that she like drinks out of mm-hmm. comes this like giant shadow that battles all the fucking ley line right. animals yep. blah 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 and I thought that was like a reincarnation sort of or like re they revive Serath the Carrion King demons yeah, or yeah I love through, that and Arcana Dim Day is like at the base of it but it's kind of like he's unimportant because I re-listened to Arcana Dim Day and we talk about like he's just like the puppet of the mm-hmm. demons so he's kind of just like you know he's uh he's the queen making slurm you know what I mean like the, he's just there like chilling like a royal a queen bee making royal jelly okay well then then I'm gonna then I'm gonna throw out a different suggestion my original suggestion was gonna be that the legend of Arcana Dim Day matters because the real Arcana Dim Day just crawled off and died somewhere See, I'm not gonna go with that pitch. That is still so. What's actually appealing about that, if I'm not like, we it doesn't have to be locked in because I want to hear your yep. second idea, is that if there's the nightmare space and like the demons successfully revive Sarath, like the greatest demon asshole ever, 
if Arcana Dim Day died eons ago and there's just enough demons now that they can let themselves over, is possible. Or I do all like what's your other one? Because Bob that's, that's also sexy. That, my other idea was that like Arcana made the trip over, like with his assortment of like shadow demon puppets, like made the trip and like wasn't isn't like ruling is just sort of living and other wizards just sort of show up around him yes and like they show up and they're like well we heard that you we heard you were doing great and given arcana dim day's whole character of like thinking that he's better than he is he's like well yeah i'm doing awesome i'm doing great and it's like the like i i like the idea and the thing that's important to me is the idea that arcana dim day is pathetic Yes, not in, in the, both situations. In the, it's quite pathetic. <laughs> not in the, not in the like. Oh, I feel bad for him in the way no. of like you are the like you are like you are trapped. Like the you idea are playing of playing like, yourself. Like you're getting played by demons. You don't even know it. The idea that like so I love the idea that like Arcana Dim Day beaten down by by Conjure right like wrecked house cleaned yep. house just like you just knocked like gets like catches wind of this place where he can truly be powerful. It crawls into the space. And I picture it kind of every post-apocalypse movie where, like, somebody is making do. It's very kind of I Am Legend where it's, like, one guy, like, walking around, like, not who ha- does not have the understanding to, like, operate a train station. Yeah. Doesn't know how to repair a vending machine. And it's just sort of living off of these scraps. Yeah. And is very much like just sort of like barely surviving when six other wizards show up and they're like, yeah, we heard that like you had settled in this place and we're like building an empire. And this this scrub, this chump is like, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm crushing it. So this is appealing to me for so many reasons. Um, What I like, what I'm, I want to like throw out is that the reason Arcana Dim Day is such like a, yeah, I'm crushing it. I like the idea that demons that were in the nightmare space before, or some presence, like demons are hyping his head up. You know what yeah. I mean? And that makes, because all it would do is lure more wizards in to become more demons. So and- if these demons are like, yeah, Arcana, like, yes, you got whooped. But if you train and call more of us in the nightmare space, imagine how powerful you'd be. What if you brought other wizards here to us? Then we could make more demons. And Arcana Dim Day is just getting played. He's like, yeah, I'll be strong. The demon's are like, yeah, sure. Anyway, so about reviving Sarathicarian King. <laughs> so what I want to do is I want to talk about the demons that have drawn in Arcana. And I want to, like, look at one of them. This is a wizard that, like, like, these are all demons, not in the sense that they are a natural phenomenon that has emerged and, like, needs to be understood. These are all people that made a choice. One of them was a wizard centuries ago. Like, a fire wizard was trying to learn how to create a fireball, found a way to the nightmare space because it presents itself to you when it thinks that you want to bend the world to your whim and not live in harmony. Found his way into this space. And simply was too eager was too was too quick was too eager and was consumed was simply you're a living like you're a living flame now like you are nothing you are a fire method you are you are nothing like you have been consumed by the nightmare space yeah you become just like glowing embers in the nightmare space yeah those are the demons that called to dim day was a, was was a thousand wizards 
And like this oh. happened thousands of times, right? Fuck. Like this happened thousands of times. And these voices just started bleeding through to Dim Day of like, you're great. Like you could be amazing. And so Dim Day is nothing special. Arcana no, is nothing no. special. Steve Butterman is nothing. <laughs> but he answered the call of really powerful shitheads and he let them hype his head up and manipulate him by being like, but if you use our tools, like call to us, like you'll be the strongest. Let us in. Let us into your world. And he's like, yep. okay. And that's when like the gates opened. And like, that's like, that's dope. And like, I hate that, but it's good is like the idea that it was all of these beings, all of these people that on their own were consumed by this, by this overwhelming presence, but yet their whispers and like their, their presence became the voice that spoke to somebody who was spoken to by this entire universe and in doing so dragged them into the nightmare space where he then like sat around for a while until other wizards showed up ready to work together. It was this, it was this, this presence of the society arcana is all of these people that showed up and went, well, yeah, you, you worked with all of these voices. You didn't come here on your own. So me and these other six wizards, we came in from the coast and we're here to like work with you and like, put like to put together. I couldn't help it, Aaron. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like we're like, well, we can't, like, me and my six friends, we showed up and we heard, like, we figured we could come work with you as a group. So the Society Arcana, like, the difference is it is a bunch of people feeding their worst impulses together. Yes. It is a bunch of people feeding the worst impulses of all of these people that were awful before. All of these awful impulses are still in the air, and now they're working together, and that is what is scary. Yes, that they have a fucking clubhouse to, like, train in, become, like, essentially, like, the demon that Liberty Paradox, like, has to fight yeah. is someone who, like, trains, gets really powerful, like, or practices, whatever, but is consumed by, you know, so... Can I can I name the first wizards who were in there who like whispered yes. to people? Can they be called the primordial echo? Duh, that's dope. So I think of it as like there are these embers of people who like are just like bits of wind magic, bits of fire, and they call to people who are, you know, susceptible, greedy shit lords who are like, yeah, like you can totally bend it. You can make magic yours, and, like, you don't have to follow these stupid rules. And it lured people like Arcana Dimde, a summoner. You know, this Liberty Paradox. Maybe they were, like, a wind mage who they had to fight. These people over, and in practicing this kind of, like, order chaos magic, like, it turns you into this demonic, you know, being of control and manipulation and, like, you know, lack of compassion. This is mean shit. And then you're like, yeah, and I'm going to go fuck shit up on the other side. And you come back to fantasy and then like you battle the forces of good. So I think it's like that's dope to me that they're these demonic people who've been like twisted by the nightmare space and these primordial echoes who were just selfish shit lords to begin with. Yeah, I like that. Because I, I, I had to think of something to like peeling back the curtain. I wanted to think of something that wasn't like this idea of corruption from like another world. Yeah. It's, it's really just like people misusing the energy from another world because oh, yeah. like it's just order because my whole point with celeste silverna is like celeste silverna uses both order and chaos magic and she's totally normal and nice so like people can 
use it obviously for ill, and that's everything that we talked about. But like it's fighting demons. It's living in it's living in harmony with the world as yes. opposed to as opposed to 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 rolling like stomping in and claiming something as your own when it is not yours to claim, and like using it using it to weaponizing it when it is not you when rather than like living it with it in harmony. Like, people, I feel like you could figure out how to use order energy and magic to not be in direct opposition to fantasy, but I feel like these greedy wizards and these shitty people who listen to the Echo and Arcana Dim Day are people who are like, yeah, no, I'm just going to wield it and fuck shit up. Like, nah, I'm just going to use it for, like, I'm going to weaponize order energy. Fuck that harmony shit. Let's go. I want a cool flaming sword made out of, like, otherworldly energy that cuts through every fiber of being in this in this universe. And the thing is, is like coming back to the idea of a warlock, that is someone that is fundamentally using the 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 power of like order to that is exactly kind of what you're describing. Right. Yeah. Is that idea yeah. of like, I am going to understand the world. I'm going to understand things from your perspective. I'm going to channel your 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 essence in the universe and the cosmos and I'm going to do it to help you, like, come, like, help you go home. Yeah, really and be the only at way peace, to describe it. or, like, yeah. just find, find what you're looking for and be at peace. Yeah, you know? like, that is, and so, yeah, it is, it is entirely possible. It is when you choose not to live in harmony and when you choose to, when, when you, when you choose not to, to live at peace and be one with the world, that is when, that is when you get fucked up. That That's is when, when you turn into a demon and Conjure comes yeah. and kicks the snot out of you. Yeah, and that's that's what I like. That is that is to me the society arcana is a bunch of is a bunch of wizards who heard a whisper on the wind that they could be powerful and showed up to work together. Yeah, did not hesitate like trucked into that nightmare space and were like anxious to weaponize the power of order to make themselves more powerful. Yeah. We did. It. Okay, I got to say this is a really good way to figure out how to kind of have a villain because like you know our world I, I always need a villain in my little stuff besides like clowns i liked the idea that like yeah clowns are scary but like there's also demons that are real fucking scary and they're and 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 i i love i love human horror it is yes, my favorite thing and like yeah. this is this is my jam in terms of the scary thing is just people who are awful yeah is like people who would be willing to hurt people for their own gain are the villain and like yes I'm happy that we've kind of acknowledged that's a presence, but I'm also happy to then like further double down and say like, yes, it's a presence, but yes, they are bad. And yes, they will be beaten. Oh, of course. They're, they're like, you know, it's a it's a fun conflict to introduce to watch them get tossed yeah. around by like, you know, like a 14 year old. Right. <laughs> we have set up, we have set them up as a house of cards. And now with any time yes. we want, we can knock that card, those cards yeah. over. And it's an interesting thing. Like, I never want to be like in this episode, we're going to talk about like who the demon. Is. I'm like, no, I don't care. They're an asshole. Let's talk about the hero who beats the yeah, fucking shit. What I shit care about is the person that's going to, going to stare down a demon and win. Like, that's what I, I care about. love this shit a lot. And it makes like, <sighs> if I've been thinking about it this whole time. I'm like, wow, if you go back and think about all our demon episodes, this actually fits really fucking oh, well. Yeah. They're I'm almost always, careful. they're almost always people trying to take things. Yes, that they it's always about they, taking that greed, you know? Yep. Our usual fucking motifs about like, you know, it's just a person who wanted and took instead of like asking and building and like working with others. They usually just like, they take and they're, you know, I am fucking here for it. This is my shit. I think that's a fucking wrap on the Society Arcana. We did it. 
Yo, yes. Thank you so much, Merle, for your prompt. If you'd like to submit a prompt of your own for uh, use in our podcast, like, come on. This is fun. How this do you not want to throw in, good. like, a create? I, I like. I want you to think about the prompts as, like, a note card, and Jeff and I are sitting having this brainstorming session. You just slide a note card in. You're like, this is the topic of the day. Build. Like, so send them away. They can be really specific, or they can be two words, like, or the, you know, society arcana. I'm, I'm, it's whatever. Jeremiah some- Noodleman. Fucking Jeremiah Noodleman. Um, but yeah, there's so many ways you can submit prompts, and we encourage you to do so because it's fun, and we get to collaborate with you. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com, or you can go to bit.ly slash AMFC discord and use the prompt submission channel. Yeah, come hanging out with us on uh, Discord. Come chat it up, chop it up. I am always, if you're ever confused, like this episode, like, what the fuck are they talking about? Hit us up. I will gladly dump lore on you. Um, But if you're on the internet, if you have any time left in your AOL CD, I know we started that like a few episodes ago, and you should have about like an hour left. Good news. There's a great way for you to spend your hour, and it's Jeff's other podcast. Party of One is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player role-playing game, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. Shibuya! All My Fantasy Children is proud to be a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. The One Shot Podcast Network is home to, like, so many fucking bomb shows. Really good shit. Like, like, just good good shit. shit. And there's always, like, this... I I, I love being a part of it because it's always this idea of, like, pushing to make games more accessible, more friendly for, like, more people, and make it, like, less scary and gatekeepy. And that's why I'm always, like, I'm actually, like, proud to be part of the One Shot Podcast Network. Um, but go listen to shows like System Mastery if you want to learn more about shows. Listen to Design Doc if you want to learn. I mean, more about games. Design Doc 2. Um, you can listen to Campaign Skyjacks for like a really bomb adventure um, using like a really cool game. Like there's a lot to learn from a lot of these shows about if you're making projects, if you're just interested in games. You get to kind of see how the different ways people approach tabletop. It's, that's why we're on it because we're like we have a weird way of telling stories mm-hmm. using it and that that kind of energy is prevalent throughout the network so i, the, I yeah the any award-winning asians represent uh Yo. congratulations to our yeah. friends oh i know that like it's i know that it's been like a month and a half but it's 2020 you gotta give me give me some time yeah like come on like you know we're, we're out there this network's out here winning awards y'all but no there's a lot of amazing shit that you need to go listen to like right now and you'll learn a lot and you'll just enjoy you'll have a lot and you'll have a lot of fun too but you really well yeah uh oh verbal hug this week hmm this episode was pretty cut and cut and dry about like our message of like don't be shitty but yeah. <laughs> don't be shitty don't Y'all, be like, shitty it's it's sometimes you know it's not always easy to be a denizen of fantasy who's like you know not it's not individualistic and stuff like that like you know but try your best whenever you can to be more like a person in fantasy where they're just like i always think about them like everybody's so fucking nice and like celebrates life and other people and other cultures and like everybody's if you lift up if everybody's lifting up everybody the fucking sky's the limit you know that was corny and like put it on a poster but it's true. That's like the kind of message I always try to give with fantasy where it's like, imagine a world without bigotry. But like, really, if everybody was on everybody's like lifting each other up, like, oh, my God, you would just keep climbing into the heavens. And that'd be great. So be more like that. <laughs> be, yeah. Live. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. That's Live that's like someone hug. in fantasy is like just really yeah. fucking nice, but also cool um, yeah. and like goes on cool adventures. 
Um, exactly. If if you like our show, don't forget to uh, tweet about us. Tell a friend. We need just we want some more junior wizards to come hang out with us. And don't forget to just spread the word if you like what you heard. Um, that was cool. I gotta say that was pretty. I cool. feel like we crushed it. We really we really hit it. We hit it out the park on this one. Uh, I can't wait to hang out with you guys again. Let's get it. Yep. So until next time, good, good night, night and, and good game. game. In a small glen, on the edge of what is truth and what is moon crescent, we see Celeste Silverna training. Her training is simple, but important. The wand in her one hand absorbs the chaos energy of the planet. Her right hand uses order energy to shape it. We see the small child creating something simple. It is a fork. The fork glows with a beautiful magenta light. But we, listener, are not the only ones watching. In the far distance, impossible to detect, are two beings on a great cliff. They are demons, members of the Society Arcana. Their names are the Chariot and the Hermit, two of the major Arcana. They speak. Can we go now? Oh, this is hurting me to watch. What a strange way to use it. <laughs> what a waste. What the heck is that wand? It appears to be a tool of chaos, dear hermit. It appears there are echoes and whispers on both sides. Come, let us see which side speaks the loudest. Finally! Ah, I've been itching to cut loose. Let's go.